So amidst everything, how was your day? Work day. And then you, I saw you got out early too. Work day was really short. And it was, uh, it's kind of one of those unfortunate things about the whole working with doctor's offices and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, obviously, it's the holiday season, so. You know, interesting enough, speaking of, ho- oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, 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 speaking of holiday season, uh, we have a client, and she's a nurse, and she uh, talks about, like, during holidays, because she works with pediatrics mm-hmm. at the hospital, and she says that like, there's never kids there. And then, like, when school, as soon as school comes back, like, everybody's, like, sick and, like, different things like because that. Because nobody <laughs> wants to, nobody wants to act sick during holidays. <laughs> it's it's a, one, once they start, like, you know, oh, time to go to school. No, right. no, I'm going to the doctor. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because she just told me more recently that we were talking and she brought that. And I like I was like, oh, cause I think I asked her the same thing. Like, hey, how, how's, how's, how's everything going at the hospital? And and then, because I knew she worked with pediatrics. And for me, for me, it's more of a kid thing. Like, how, and I, d- I did ask her one time, I was like, how, how, what's the pattern? And then she told me about that, like, the fact that, like, kids are never sick during holidays. I yeah. thought that was super funny. <laughs> it sucks being sick during the holidays. Everybody's all mentally capable. Like, you can play outside with a headache, <laughs> but you don't want to do homework with a headache. <laughs> You know, uh, for whatever reason, I think that's the funniest thing. Maybe, maybe it's because we were kids, so it's like we know, like I know exactly that we wanted to, yeah. do, to do that and get out of school any way we could. Exactly. I think that's that's, that's I don't know. It's just okay. Speak. Uh, the reason why it's too funny is like earlier, me and you were talking, and uh, this is oh, this is one thing I'm, I wanted to make sure to bring up was um, we're talking about Eddie earlier, and like how the song, how when I was young is at seventy seven now. Mm-hmm. And you had said at some point that you know it didn't surprise you, and I didn't re- I didn't respond on purpose. Cause, like I want to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. And w- the main thing I wanted to say, um, was like for me it wasn't. It's interesting for me in the sense of like, I try right now. The book I'm reading is called The Last Lecture, and one of the concepts he talks about is like childhood dreams and, and fulfilling those childhood dreams. Yeah. So lately these past, this past week since I got, well, I got the book on Friday and I just been reading it since then. And, and he talked about fulfilling those dreams and he talked about like, like one of the things that he had, this guy, sorry, his name's Randy Pausch. I hope I know. I hope I pronounced that name right. But he talks about like one of the examples was becoming an NFL football player. Right. And mm-hmm. he never reached there, but like he reached, like certain things that allowed him to like fulfill that yeah. dream, right? Mm-hmm. So when you say that, you know, like you don't find uh, that you don't find it surprising. Um, for me, it was just like like I thought about okay, is this part of my childhood dream? And I, I've been thinking about it really deeply, like you all mean, day. You mean like to be playing with an artist who has a song that's climbing a chart? Well, right. Like was was that even like, like yes? And going off of that is like, did I even foresee this? And maybe that's why it's interesting to me that this is just extra to me at this point. And I, I don't know if I've ever brought it up to you, but like to me at this point, like is this just like extra credit for me? I don't know about anybody else, but because one thing I have brought up on the podcast, and I, I'm pretty confident that you weren't on like that episode, but because it was somewhere in the middle. But I do mention how like right around my ending with Roy, mm-hmm. at some point there, I was at a gig. We were at a gig, and I was talking with somebody, and I was like, wait this is success. Like I'm getting paid to play guitar, sing a little bit and entertain people. Yeah. And it was a bar gig. It wasn't like, like far advanced. something. like by this time we are, you know, we've already done that and, it, and it's been fun. But at that moment in this conversation, I was like, this is successful. So like t- talking today, it's like, 
I've been thinking a lot about childhood dreams, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, is this just bonus points, extra credit for me, and just something I've been pondering on. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I see just the fact that I'm playing music and getting paid for it and doing it on a pretty regular basis. That's that's success for me. Right. I mean, I could kind of make, like, if, if we were gigging, like, steadily and, you know, how we were, like, you know, without having to worry about all the... Like okay, Eddie needs to go do this because he's focusing on a bigger picture right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, he's very macro. So we're we're kind of like not on the back burner, but like we have to sacrifice time, like us playing our time right so now, so he can focus on doing this and doing that, right. and like just building himself. And, and look what he's doing, you know. I mean, and for people tuning in, you know, it it seventy seven may sound like a big number, but when you start like a hundred and something, he's star- actually when he you start from zero, at, yeah, that's <laughs> like true. from not even being on a chart. To now yeah. being on the the T triple R. The fact that like maybe a month ago he was barely breaking a hundred. Yeah, and now he's seventy seven. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, like I said, I get to just a reader. Like for people who like maybe maybe or hopefully they feel the significance from us. But it's like you know that that's a big deal. And like again, like t- tailing into this book called titled The Last Lecture. Like I was just thinking, thinking about childhood dreams. Like man. It really made me pause today when me and you were talking earlier this morning. I, I, again, I, that's why I wanted. That's why I stopped texting you because I wanted to make sure to remember to bring it up here because yeah. I felt like it was significant and I felt like it's something we could talk about. Mm-hmm. And what I want to tell you is like childhood dreams. Mm-hmm. Like what else? What could could you think of? Maybe three. And it, and this could literally be anything because he talk, This guy talks about like Spock from Star Trek and like being an NFL player. Um, like no boundaries. No boundaries. Like yeah. Just just three chi- three childhood dreams. dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, yeah, yeah, three hundred. I'll keep going from there. I know for sure I wanted to drive a race car at some point. I was really cool. into drag racing at some point. Yeah, yeah. And how how, how young were you at that I point? Do you remember? I mean, do you remember like what? Okay, was it elementary or middle school or high school? It was like elementary. Okay, that's interesting. I, I remember okay, at that young. Okay. My dad has a, p- a picture of a, a race car that I drew and stuff, and had like a little trophy and everything. And uh, he still has it. I, I don't know where he has it, but I know for sure when he lived in the apartment down here, yeah. he, he still had it up on his wall. That's super interesting. And um, I think really music was my biggest dream. When did that? When did that fall in for you? Like, do you do you remember like maybe a specific time? Like, cause I don't know if we've ever gone to depth as far as like your musical dream. Because I know you st- we we've talked when, about you starting I, to when play. When I realized. Yeah, or, I guess or so. Like when when I. Like uh, I don't know what, what do you mean? Yeah, no. I, I when I realized I wanted to do music. Yeah, yeah. Like to actually go and try it, because because we've only talked about like you with your brothers and starting mm-hmm. with that. And now where we're at now yeah. with all the stuff we've we've, we've experienced. But was there like a time where you're like, okay, I do want to do this, or I want to learn, you know? Honestly, that time came when I was. I know for sure it was in 2008. Okay, H- however, so it was kind of more recent than not. Kind of, yeah. I mean, past ten. Well, I mean, because I I had. It's because I have this poster in my wall. It's a Randy Rogers poster from when they came down and played uh, at the club Las Palmas. Oh, okay. It used to be some sports club or something. Oh, interesting. I, I didn't even know that. Then it turned into a, uh, a music venue, and then it turned into a nightclub type thing. I think it was called like Club Infinity or something. Mm. And, uh, yeah, just... Uh, so that pic- I, no, the po- you're talking about the, the poster, yeah, the concert. The, po- the poster is from that concert, and that concert, I re- I remember, I was, kind of like, like, let's see, in relationship to the TV, mm-hmm. I was off to the side, 
like kind of not side stage but like front side stage okay yeah yeah kind of <coughs> like okay yeah no yeah no people for, go ahead and for some <laughs> reason i snuck uh behind the speakers and to where i could see less lawless just doing his thing and i remember the song better off wrong because mm. i think that was the time that the just a matter of time album came out okay <clears throat> and that beat that song uh better off wrong like i remember watching him and like how he was using all four of his limbs and just like perfect time and it's just like it's like it's kind of like a train beat but like the accidents are like displaced and it's like kind of like four on the floor I, I don't know how to explain it to like non musician people but right right yeah okay yeah yeah for people to, to i mean just look up train beat on youtube and you can hear it for five seconds and you'll yeah, i mean it. just or just listen to the song like it's or got, yeah better off like wrong a, right yeah. right yeah just listen to the song it's got a real wrong. um like the 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 drums on it it's real it's kind of it's not super intricate but it's very distinct and it's not something you would hear like a lot and i just remember watching him play that song and i was like oh geez like this dude's killing it mm-hmm. and that was the first time that I realized, like, oh, someone can, like, kill it, you know? Right, like, right, play, like, really well. I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was my first, Well, yeah, like, you're, you're st- uh, also, we could we could venture <laughs> to say you're star- starstruck, you know, at that moment, because uh, yeah. I feel like at that time, even 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 in 2008, like, being backstage was a big deal for us. Like, if we were, had the opportunity yeah. to be backstage, it was like, oh, my God, because we saw it. Now, being on this side of the stage, yeah. it's like... Hey, we're just normal people just enjoying ourselves and trying to make trying to make noise, you know, that makes sense yeah. to our to our brains, you know? Yeah. And and uh, so that that's very interesting. It's interesting that it happened in 2008 that that still was able cuz but by this time you were gigging more or less. That would that would be 2008 is like more or less around our junior year of high school. Is it? Yeah. 2008. No. Yeah, it was 2007 2008 is our sophomore year of high school so no maybe maybe you were right maybe that was your turning I, point I, I where you realized that yeah that, i guess that was the point where it really hit me like yeah, oh man like, i really want to i really want to do this music thing yeah you really want to uh, dive into it like it was just like the dude finished they went off to the merch table everyone lined up you know i had a poster i didn't realize who these guys were <laughs> right and yeah, i have dude. a poster signed <laughs> by all of them and like what the heck like that's crazy. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's so fun. I'm, I'm gonna look up when. Uh, I'm trying to think of because, because frankly, "Kiss Me in the Dark" was the first song that I heard by by them. Mm-hmm. Only and on, and I've talked about this before. Like I, I was very much into just our local radio station because that's all I knew. Like I wasn't, I didn't go to live shows necessarily, and I didn't know any. Like te- as far as Texas country, I didn't hear about this stuff until I was in college. That I actually felt like okay, like I actually want to learn about this versus before. Like it was just whatever was on the radio. That's what I was playing. That's what I was learning on my guitar. Yeah. Kiss me in the dark. Sorry. It's all right. I have to fidget with some. I don't, I don't need a fidget spinner. I just need to play with <laughs> something. Say, I'm like, you want a fidget spinner? No, like, no, I'm no. Buy one and no, I just, I just feel like pushing buttons on my car clicker <laughs> thingy. My car alarm is going to end up going off or something because I'm messing with the buttons. Ah, come on. Just give me the date. So Kiss Me in the Dark came out in 2006. So, so that means better off wrong. It was around the same record, but anyway, either way, I was, I was just, I'm just, I'm just trying to put a timeline here as far it as was, like. It was April seventh, like, two thousand eight, I think, is what the poster says. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a very specific time. I remember, uh, uh, as far as specific time, I remember being at Bruce Street for the first time and seeing Kyle Park and Cody Johnson opening up for Kyle Park, and it was oh, okay. January twenty seventh, two thousand eleven. And now Kyle Park's like opening for Cody Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Cody Johnson's at the top of the game. And Cody Johnson just doing his own. I mean, he's just, he's, he's even, wrecking, man. He's even breaking he's, into like Nashville charts and stuff. He's like wrecking, dude. It's so insane. 
<laughs> man. And now, you know, thinking about the thing about the episode today and figuring out what, because for sure I wanted to also t- tell into thankfulness, like it being Thanksgiving, and when people listen to us, it'll be Thanksgiving. You know day. what's weird? What's that? I felt like I was gonna bring up something about thankfulness today, on the way over here. Cause yeah. Like, just today, today honestly kind of ended up being kind of like a negative day. Okay. And I got out of work, and my friend was like, "Hey, do you want to go do this?" And I was like, "Yeah." There's a lake. There's a little pond there, so I've been wanting to buy a fly rod. So I'm gonna go buy a fly rod and go, you know, throw a line while you're walking your dog. <laughs> I'm not right. gonna hang out with you. I'm, I'm yeah, just gonna, yeah, just just gonna use it as yeah, an yeah, opportunity yeah. to go fishing. To go, yeah, 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 absolutely. <clears throat> but yeah, and then I was thinking, like, you know, I'm one one thing for sure. Like, I don't want to break into this like prematurely or anything, but like, one thing for sure is like, fr- like. I'm thankful for friends that kind of like, like not, I'm not saying that like I've had to be like picked up lately, mm-hmm. but like, I don't, I don't have the opportunity to fall. You know, my, that, my, that's a good way. To, yeah. Okay. My, my, my friends just like, like let's metaphor, I guess like I'm wasted and you guys are holding me up by my belt. You're yeah, not letting me fall. There's no chance. There's no chance <laughs> to even like touch the ground. That's exactly. very, that, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. And it's interesting that enough that you thought about it because what I've done be- be previously is like I'll send out like a couple of questions and thoughts that I want to maybe bring up, mm-hmm. but lately I've been trying to leave it like because like this I have no questions today. This is all organic and like last time that uh, actually uh, last week's episode, which was from when last time you were on with us, yeah, which that was, was like, when we stayed that extra, yeah, like, the extra bit. So I, yeah. I posted that last week, so episode forty four, and then there before leading up to that recording, you had said where's the context, right? And I'm like, okay, I need to find that medium, right? So I'm like, well, let me find things that we can talk about and like, you know, see what we're going. And it's, it's funny the way everything's kind of panned out. Mm-hmm. And like, I was literally going to text you. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about thankfulness and we're going to talk about life shifting at the moment. Because that's how I feel. It's, that's, how, that's how I feel what's happening. And it'll be interesting to listen to this, you know, in, in, in years in the Let's future. Say a year from now. Yeah, even a year from <laughs> now. So with all that in mind, like, that's what I was going to do. That's what I try to do sometimes. But sometimes with that in mind, it kind of skews our brain. It gives us a glass ceiling, yeah. which then we then hit, and it's like, fuck, like we could have talked about different things. And we would, mm-hmm. because our mind was so set, or it's been set, like, oh, Andy wants to talk about this. And that's what happens too. It's like, oh, this is Andy's podcast, and he wants to talk about, talk about this. So I'm so confined, whether it's subconscious or otherwise. So, like, today, it's like, yeah, I want to transition to thankfulness. And then you just gave yours, where it's like, you know, you feel like, like, man, like you could fall, but it's like there's, there hasn't been, I just like, can't. it just hasn't happened. And it's, it's, there's, there's no. There's no space for it. There's no time. There's no time for it. Yeah. Uh, interesting. And honestly, I, for me, as far as far as thankfulness, like, I've learned that it's it's very simple, and I don't I don't know what that means in the long run, but for now, uh, uh, one question that I have been pondering is like, what depth do I need? to regain my thankfulness thinking. Like, I, I try to be, remain op- optimistic and, like, move forward and find mm-hmm. solutions and stuff. But, like, it, my and my point to this is, like, last week, you know, given some circumstances, I was very pissed off for apparently no reason, <laughs> for no apparent reason. But I worked out Sunday and I worked out Monday. And Monday I did two hours of weight, li- about two hours of weightlifting and about two hours of jujitsu. <clears throat> and then Tuesday I did... Uh, another two about two hours of just leg work. Me and Frank were just doing legs for two hours, and he was dead the next day. It was it was funny as hell. But <laughs> then after that, then I went to nine round, and I got an extra workout in of like body weight plus my cardio. Mm. 
And one thing I realized after that is because, like, because I, I and I told you this, Gonzo, like, when we were off, I mean, off, obviously off the mic, but, um, like, man, I realized at that moment that I, like, physically, I could go to exhaustion and it wouldn't matter. All, all that would happen is that my, my muscles get tired, but my brain's fine. Yeah. And so, like, thinking of thankfulness, like, that maybe, and maybe now we can even, you know, the few minutes that we've been talking about this, but transitioning, like, life shifting and, like, what, what is needed to make an impact in order for us to, like, maybe, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's too far to say, like, regain our, our, ourselves, you know, and want to, like, okay, to go from an angry state back to a solution optimistic state mm-hmm. like and that's one thing i've been pondering lately and i don't know if you have anything to chime in as far as um what move like i'm trying to think of like the right way to say it and some of that that people think i'm overanalyzing and then i come po- come up with it and it works out um i feel like joey diaz making noise on the microphone <laughs> that's why i'm trying not to <laughs> breathe um <laughs> uh, Anybody have any pantyhose and a little <laughs> right. make, make a Actually, make sure I don't I don't know with a popper filter. I don't have a popper filter <laughs> I apologize for this right now. <laughs> it should be fine there. Fast forward just, it. just talk just talk no, it's fine. Just make sure you talk right on the mic now. Like yeah, you you want to talk. You mean like right here? Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> want to talk there. And talk normally, like just talk normally. But uh I don't know because over the past, I mean, now we're at episode forty-five, so we're forty-five weeks in, and and of course, a lot. Of, I mean, at the beginning, I feel like I brought up the military a lot, and and I'm thinking, I've been thinking about those extremes again, mm-hmm. and like everything here in our American bubble feels just so simple, and maybe that's what I mean. Like, I don't know where this is gonna lead to, but it feels simple enough that's like it's fixable, and even like even me, like uh, it's funny enough, like the other uh, on. Uh, after the Sutherland Springs shootings, I did a short little deal by myself, and I just posted that. It was like 12 minutes long. And, and you know, putting yourself in that extreme to where, like, how simple is our, our lives? That that even with something like that, you know, it's – and I, one thing I said was that it's easy to be angry. And, like, one rhetorical question that I brought up was, like, is it – did you go to sleep angry? Did you wake up angry? And lo and behold, for me, a week later, I did both. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was just, you know, and that was just me. That and that was. You mean like a week solved. later, like this past week? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. like two weeks ago. So yeah, this because this episode is coming out Thursday. So okay. two weeks ago, two Sundays ago, the Sutherland and Spr- Sutherland Springs shooting happened, right? Mm-hmm. And so the next day, I decided to have no podcast. I was going to do a little excerpt on my own mm-hmm. and put some video, uh, content, or the audio from the video from the video I was watching. And one thing I said was, you know, like, how bad do you really have it? Did you go to sleep angry? Did you wake up angry? And th- those are the questions that then last week when I did that, yeah. I was like, man. And and, and it, it'll probably make me sound like a hypocrite, but then it made me think, like, how extreme do circumstances need to be for us to regain the thankfulness, regain the, hey, there's a solution? I think for sure that's a uh, – that's like – um, that's an individual thing because I know like, I don't know, like I, I, I don't, things don't really have to get too crazy for me to realize like, Oh man, you know, like, yeah. to regain my thankfulness. Right. Right. And, and, and see where yours is like that for me at, okay. For me at the time, like I knew there was an, 
I knew there was a solution, but it took me 24 hours to like even reach, even get to the question of, okay, why am I upset? Mm-hmm. You know, where usually when, when I'm detached, when it's somebody else's situation, I'm like, hey, it's okay. Yeah. And, and, and actually, I talked to Eddie about this because he's like, hey, dude, what, this was during, after rehearsal last week. And I talked, and he called me. He's like, hey, dude, what's going on? Like, you're not okay. And I'm like, you're right. Like, I'm not okay. And my whole, and what I got to at some point, I was like, you know, I got so dark in my head that I didn't have time to think, okay, I I need, I need to ask for help or I need someone to listen to me. It just went from, from zero, from 10 to zero really quick. And all that just over my head. And I told him like, I'm like, and cause, because previously, and he's been on that episode where I talk, where I talk about Dr. Bernie Brown, she talks about, you know, being vulnerable and you have to be willing to ask for help. Because if you don't ask for help, like, because what that does is is develop trust with other people. Yeah. And my example that I brought up over and over again on this podcast is, you know, when the when the little oxygen things come out of the airplane, yeah. you need to put yours on first, and then you can help those around you. Yeah. Because if you pass out, then what the hell? You're, then someone's gonna have to help you. And that's the simple. That's my simplest like example, right? So I told him, and I, and I you know, I I went that far that mm-hmm. quick. And so again, like, I it's 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 I did want to bring it up because it's like, man, like. Like Thanksgiving's this week. It's another year. No, I just turned twenty six. You're on your way. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. And, I am and, not. Looking and funny enough, to funny enough, this would be <laughs> funny enough is that you posted that you know what? What did you? you I mean, look it up. You posted about in my last month of yes, being twenty five. And shit's getting real. Shit's you getting said real, shit's yeah. getting real. And what made you post that? Just I mean what, my. Uh, today's my brother's birthday, and yeah. he we're, we were born like not obviously not in the same year, but like we were born like uh, a month apart. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like you know, I I I looked back at like what's changed, and so much has changed in the past five six months mm-hmm. that like right. I'm scared that like things are gonna start changing more and more. Like it'll just like mushroom into this huge thing and yeah. like what's gonna happen in the next year you right know? And, and before mm-hmm. i know it i'm gonna be 30 <laughs> and i'm probably not even gonna recognize the person that i was at the beginning of this year at the beginning of this year and, and then and one thing that i that i kind of came up with on let's see after i found resolution and i started pondering uh i guess uh pondering with a solution in mind uh, was like, man, so it's one thing to think about the new year. The new year's coming up. Gig-wise, we're done in the Valley. It's been a, it's been a great year. Like We have done a lot of stuff. Really? A lot of cool. Yeah. We're, well, yeah, we're done here in the Valley. As far as Eddie, with Eddie, we have New Year's in, in Ingleside, and, and then that 20, I think the 29th is a That's all we prayer. have for December. That's it, bro. We're we're, we're done. Dang. Like, and, and funny enough, if I would have known, I would have been like, oh, man. Right, <laughs> right. And funny enough is that I wish I would have realized that because we played Hillbillies for my birthday weekend intentionally. It was a lot of fun. Not re- <laughs> It was a lot of fun. Not realizing that that's going to be our last gig in the Valley. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting because it, it wasn't until after the fact, like, fuck, I wish I would have enjoyed that a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Had more alcohol. Maybe a little more alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had plenty. <laughs> we did have plenty, especially Saturday night. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, like, and this is one thing that I mentioned the last episode that you were with us was like, you know, it takes me a long time to realize I needed to enjoy certain things more. Yeah. 
And then that, again, that's a me thing. Like it's like, and that it happened. And it's like, and talking to Eddie, oh, we, you know, you text me, and then I, we text in the group chat, and it's like, guys, we're done. Enjoy your holidays. You know, New Year's is the next one or whatever. And it's like, fuck. Like it, yeah. it was, it was just a self inflicting wound to myself because like, man, I wish I would just enjoy that a little more and, you know, and be thankful and be like, okay, our year's done. This is it. I'm I'm starting to feel like that. We're not going back. Just now I'm like, man, like, cause me, I'm, I'm kind of an addict to being on stage. Like I, I'm, I get so much of my, I guess my battery gets really recharged from being on stage. Yeah. And I, I honestly need to find a way to like, I guess like scratch that itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm sure. not on stage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now, now that you said that, we're not playing with Eddie until New Year's or mm-hmm. the 29th or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of like, man, like I need, I need to get on the ball, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, that's that's where I get my energy from. Yeah, it's fair. And f- cool thing is that because <laughs> we're working on new material right now. Is like we have New Year's and we'll probably be able to play all the new material then too. But then kicking off running, we have fucking Sunny Sweeney. That first couple weeks of yeah. of of uh January, which will be at Hillbillies. I don't I, I need to look what day it is, but it's January nineteenth. Okay, January nineteenth we'll be at Hillbillies with Sunny Sweeney, which is pretty rad. The weird thing is that it seems like a far like a long shot from here, but it really isn't. It's gonna be it's here not. before we know it, bro. Look at the uh, look at this year. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And speaking of speaking of that, like I th- I think I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm looking it up as we speak. But that week I believe is the year anniversary of this podcast. Really. It'll be like that Thursday, and then that Friday we play at Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll be a landmark on its <laughs> on its own at least yeah. for me and and seeing on again seeing where this goes because I told you on Saturday, Gonzo, that you know I feel I feel like some real change. I I don't know what they exactly are, but I just feel the change and. For me personally, I trust my intuition um, as much as I can. Now I try to look for more evidence to to bring facts to conclude my my intuition, but I go off of that gut feeling and then kind of look for information after I realize there's a gut feeling saying, "Hey, things are changing." Yeah, we need to start looking to see what what is changing. Yeah, the first podcast came out January 18th, so it'll be Dang. that week. It'll be that week that that would be so week 52. That's seven weeks from now. Yeah. That was episode forty five, so seven weeks from now, and that's where we start going micro again. He's like, it's not that far away, <laughs> you know. It feels like forever. Speaking of, we'll be in Nashville in two and a half weeks, <laughs> and hopefully, the plan the plan is to record an episode over there. So yeah. hopefully, we'll get newbie on there, and if anything, worst case scenario is just us four, uh, us yeah. three with newbie. Open up a bottle uh. of wine. <laughs> we, I, th- I feel like we need to start including alcohol because <laughs> yeah, some know. of these episodes, it's it's funny, it's funny. God, I feel like I talked about alcohol recently. Was it today? I think I feel, maybe What's it was today at work. What do some people call it? A social lubricant? <laughs> I've never heard. You've never heard not, that? Not social so lubricant. Uh, let me let me look it up. I I feel I hope I'm not making this up because if I am, that makes so much sense though. If I so am making this up, then I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need to coin that term. Make a drink called a social lubricant. <laughs> That's funny on its own. Oh look 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 look. Okay so. This is on Wikipedia. I don't know if we can trust it, but we're gonna go with it. Actually, I just I've been reading, and we can start trusting it now. There's because people, there's um, there's enough people editing doing everything. real, okay. yeah, doing real work. Okay, so a social lubricant is any food, beverage, drug, or activity that helps people feel more comfortable on social occasions. 
alcoholic beverages. <laughs> coffee, it's tea, number one. tobacco. That makes sense. So let's, let's, so let's go into this. Like coffee, tea, tobacco. You know, what do you do in a social circle? You go out for tea. Or at least I've gone out. Y'all for share t- snacks. And you, yeah. It's all about yeah. snacks. Sugar. Sugar, sugar does that sugar. too. <laughs> sugar gets your brain going. Yeah. That's interesting. And, and then, so let's tie in just a little bit. So in general, maybe not even 80%, but, you know, when you take a girl out for the first time, hey, let's go grab, let's go grab some lunch or let's go grab some tea or some coffee. And usually it's like, at, at this point, she's like Starbucks or something. No, but they usually avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. They, 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 maybe give you the, they give you the runaround. That's, you know, <laughs> whatever. Either way. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> maybe And maybe that was an old social construct of like, hey, let's go out for tea and just, ha- you know, have a conversation. Maybe. Where maybe it's the same idea where we're, you know, you know but it's, a, it, it, it's at least been a part of maybe our history, maybe in the United States and, and, uh, and maybe even Europe of... And this is pure, like, just throwing shit out there. But as far as what creates a, sh- a social environment and what creates conversation, coffee, alcohol, I stuff like that. I honestly think, like, I just thought about this right now, so it might sound stupid. But everybody's gone out for coffee at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a really common thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess it's like a safe kind of, not. I don't want to use the word safe, like, space or whatever. But, like, it's a, it's a common ground for two people to meet. Yeah, and it's uh, it's just it's just a familiar area because yeah. like if I if let's say if somebody invites me to a um, let's see, I guess like a like a like a poetry club or something. Okay. Or that that kind of environment. If somebody invited me there, um, <clears throat> I wouldn't be as open as I would if somebody were to invite me to like a coffee shop. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and and all, all I was gonna <laughs> continue was like you know, for the safe of, because you thought you, you you said safe, and I well they, the first thing I thought about was like well it's a safe environment. There's people around usually. Yeah. You know, you know, especially I mean, and this is pure like I mean I I I'm totally for this in the sense of like especially for females like they don't fucking know like I mean you know yeah. it, you know it weeds out the perverts. Yeah, and, like, it's weirdos. able. Yeah, yeah, and like you yeah. can kind of just tell and you, you kind of like either leave or you stay and you join yeah. them for coffee and it's like okay. Yeah. That's that. Um, it's very, it's very interesting. So, so alcohol's one of the. I would say at our time right now, like alcohol helps. And, Definitely. And I'm, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think. I mean, th- and this is gonna tail off into like maybe nothing, but. Well, because I'm trying to think of like, okay, is there a shift in like, social construct? Like, what else do we do, to maybe meet new people or whatever? And, and I do think of social media, but I'm trying to think of. Something other than social media. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, feel like I think that's so much of a common thing these days. Like, it's fair. Uh, you know. Yeah, right. It's just kind of like, like you're cool, and and it's it's interesting. Like one thing I've been noticing with my conversations in person is like people talking differently in person. Yeah. Than when they text, and like, and it, there's nothing wrong with that, and that's, and you know, I feel myself fitting there. Like, I want more of those conversations because like. And I've talked about it with you, Gonzo. It's like you know the podcast helping me pronounce my words, making sure I'm clearly thinking, and yeah. and and whether I have to change my idea later, but at least my my sentences are, for me it's literally my sentence, like not slurring my sentences and not speaking too fast. You know what I feel like podcasting does for you? Mm. The same reason I record myself drumming when I play shows. Ooh, I don't like I think about that. for for me like I I'm, I'm never gonna post half of the stuff that I post because I have that critical ear and I'm just like man. I, up there. yeah yeah you're but for you like you post it and you listen back to it yeah when you're I editing do. and everything 
So you kind of have like a reference point, like, okay, well, I, I, I didn't realize that I mispronounced this word. Or I didn't realize that I, like, when I get a thought going that I sometimes like slur Go my too fast. Together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I write the way and I speak it's, sometimes. It, it gives you kind of like a, I don't know, like a reference point. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, I think that's very insightful because I, like I, said, I haven't been able to pinpoint it. I just know that this needs to be done. And, and of mm. course, the, the topics vary. And I, I try to revolve around a few topics just to not veer too, too far off the wall. Yeah. But like like I said, like but even today, like I changed the template in the sense of like okay, there's no direct question. Yeah. It's more of like topics that we've talked about previously, not too much in depth because either I've stopped the conversation or or it's like okay, we can actually talk about this. Or one thing I want to bring up is how did it, when Matt said you know because I loved Matt's optimism on your on your thread today, mm-hmm. and you know everybody else is like you know it's downhill after 25 and whatever. Yeah. And Matt's like, dude, for me it's only been uphill, and that I I I love that. I think uh, the, first off, I think uh, Mike, Mike, that dude, he's a, he's a family friend that we've had a long time. Who's that? Uh, the dude that posted that it's oh, it's all downhill. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. First name Mike. Right, right, yeah. But yeah. I think okay. he meant like physically, body wise, like it's all downhill, <laughs> okay. like you know. And yeah, Matt, right. Matt kind of misinterpreted, but I right, do love I did what too. he said. I did too. I do love what he said. Um, what what did, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> well, he said. Uh, t- I actually, I'll, let me just pull it up. Cause yeah. I, I liked it and what I, what I, I mean, I, and I do have questions as far as, because we, you brought it, we, we didn't, because at the time when we first started the podcast, episode five was the first time you were on. And at the time we weren't using names, quote unquote, because yeah. I, I just wasn't sure like what the heck was going to happen. It was very early about the name. I didn't, I didn't mean it. <laughs> right. I, that's a made up name. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all, no it's, I mean, I'm cool with first names. Like usually the last name's like, okay, I, that's maybe our stopping point. But, uh, my point is that. Then that's who we're that's who we're talking about in episode five, was Matt and this guy that you, you looked up to him because you would see him drumming and you loved his pocket and you you felt like you learned yeah. so much from him. Mm-hmm. So he had said, "This next these next years are going to be good to you, man. I can feel it." And he put, "I hope it's good for everyone, especially for you, Mister Truck Driving Man." And he put, "Appreciate it, bro. Things only get things only got better for me after twenty five. Nothing goes downhill at the, at any age." We all have the same resources. It's just a matter of what we do with them. I have no doubt you will do great things. Now, how does that make you feel? Besides the instant, instant dopamine rush, but it's already been a few hours, so how does it make you feel right now? That's that's one of those thankful type things because my, my friends don't let me fall. You're right, yeah. That Matt's, <laughs> Matt's one of those people. I mean, I spent a lot of time on the road with Matt, and whenever something was bothering me, he would be one of those people like, hey, man, like he would – he would tell me something that would make me laugh and just yeah. forget about what I was pissed off about. Right, and it's funny because he he has that knack. Yeah, when I've sat, when I've a super, he's one of the most positive people I've ever met. When I've sat in with him, yeah, unless you mess up on stage and that's a whole different story. But yeah, when I when I that's but it's funny on its own because we can laugh about that. Yeah. Like that, like see, for me, that's a simple thing that we can laugh about it because it's not a big deal in the sense of like. This is just part of the gig, yeah. you know, and that's part. If you want to play with Matt, well, you better bring your game because that's what he expects. Yeah. And and uh, my point is though, like, like he has a knack of of letting his humor be just enough to yeah. like make you forget and yeah. not not uh not put you down and you know, but it's also not overwhelming humor where it's like yeah, it's not like, like Jim Carrey all the humor time. Where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like just so so obnoxious like, really? where it gets annoying. Yeah, like really. <laughs> You haven't stopped yeah, yet. He, he, has, <laughs> he has moments. He 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 has his humor in perfect moments, and like it's it's nothing too, like nothing that'll linger. He won't have a joke that'll like, 
like that like it, it won't get annoying it's right. just perfect it fits. like just just enough to keep the you know the feeling light, light. and everything and he he's he's really good at that and that's all i've learned a lot about um like working in humor to like situations from him yeah honestly yeah, and that that's interesting because for me, like again, for me, my environment's a little bit different in that sense where it's like, again, the premise of of, you know, it takes me a long time to like just chill, <laughs> you know, and that's because I'm not even default aggressive like half the time. Like, yeah. if you would have been working, like if anybody who would have been with me last week working out, like that's pure default aggression of going going to going to exhaustion and just going as hard as I could, you know, whatever, yeah. and 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 I'm by thank God by by what by friday i was able to laugh about the whole situation but it took me five days you know and then it's like man it's interesting what triggers and what you know what what needs to happen in order for for someone maybe to regain their their sanity just has to happen and right different, and, and i told you that everybody everybody's right. got different threshold pain threshold everybody's got different so and so and, and that's, that's just the human element i mean yeah no yeah yeah you, right it just that it just is. I guess the matter of fact just fascinates me. Yeah, because I've I've now found mine. Mine's mm. my mind. Mine mine is my mind. Yeah, like physically whatever. Like I I'll I'm, go. I'm and, very much the same way. You know, like I'll, physically I'll, pain tolerance. Like okay, then yeah. what? And yeah. and even by by Wednesday, I I think I told you. I think I even mentioned this, but. By Wednesday, like I just like I couldn't move anymore. Like I was like my you were physically beat, but oh, your well, mind was still like your good, mind was still keeping yeah you up. good to go. Yeah, like like nothing, you know. And, you know, if I if I was a robot in that moment, then I could have just kept going. There was no yeah. sleeping. There was no nothing. But uh, yeah, it just I don't know. Like, it, it just fascinates me that I find mine, and also like hopefully through this and and through the previous podcast leading up to this is like some of these questions have led me to this. You know, mm-hmm. self examining myself, and it's actually in this book as well, the last lecture, where you know professors should want to get their students to learn how to self-examine themselves mm-hmm. and how at this moment, and this, and this book was, was released back in 2008 because uh, spoiler alert, but you know, Randy, he had cancer, he had pancreatic cancer and it you know took his life in 2008. Mm-hmm. So he wrote this book titled the last lecture and it gives a bunch, it gives a bunch of principles. And right now I'm about halfway through. I've been reading for the past couple of days straight. And uh, it's not a long book, but it's just with timing. I, you know, I try to just ease up on everything and kind of like decompress with people, surrounding myself with people. Um, but fuck, I got too hard, too far ahead of myself. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, I leave it so that I can, so I can figure out where I'm, where I'm like going. Cause I'll, I, I try my best to leave mistakes. Like of course, if the, the only thing I won't leave is time space because that's like okay, like there you know. But as far as mistakes, I will try to leave some of them because like, well, this is me, and and again, you're talking about you know me using this as like my reflective point. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I need I need to spoke better, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and, and you know, and even then, like the first, and I'm I'm still doing it right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to work on it, but like the first. 20 minutes, 25 minutes of this episode, you can probably hear me say like, probably like 50 times. Yeah, and so I'm trying to not, because those are, those are just little knacks to not speaking better. Yeah. You know, and that, that, but again, that's a me thing. That's a, that's a self-reflecting thing. I remember speech class. We had a, um, an exercise where we would have to talk about a subject, but as soon as we said the word like or and or like something like uh, what is it called Conver- uh, it's conversation garbage or uh, basic yeah yeah every so, some, everybody some, has a different every some, teacher something has garbage their, yeah. but yeah 
like we could talk about whatever subject we wanted, but as soon as we said like or um or like, you know, something yeah. like mm-hmm. you're done. Yeah. And I think whoever uh, spoke for the longest period of time, they would get a prize or Ooh, something. That's good. That's not I bad. I think it was like a candy bar or something, but it was, right. it was real cool. Well, that's but good. And, you know, and something like that in high school, I probably wouldn't have understood. Yeah. But when I took, okay, so I took, I had to take speech as a core subject and then I had to take business communication. So, in is that the, I think we had a class like that. It was like called like BCIS or something. Uh, okay, it, it was like that, except what you're, the BCIS incorporates technology. Oh, okay, okay. Where yeah, this yeah. one is pure communication. Right? Okay. It, it, so, so it's same, but same idea, because I'm, I'm pretty sure you had to do a project. So I, remember, I took that class in high school, mm-hmm. and I had to do a project. So it's the same idea, just no computers. It's strictly. Okay. T- okay. Uh, so for our final project, or leading up to our final project, and this oh, is. No, it's, it's a totally different thing. My right. Bad. My bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> either way, either way. <laughs> either way, it's, it's okay. Um, but my point is like, for our final uh, speech, it was individual. Mm-hmm. It could only be five minutes long, max. We had to talk about X, and it has been in order, and we we couldn't even use a cue card. Oh, like no it, shit. like like it was progressive throughout the semester, to where it was no cue card. It was five minutes. You had to know your time. You had to know. You had to know exactly what you were gonna say. Dang. And every time you did and um like, it was a point du- deducted. Oh wow. And and preparing for that. It's like, yeah, so you could tell who prepared and who didn't. And I made sure as hell to fucking prepare because I wanted to do it really well. Yeah. And now it's it's easy because I don't have that I don't have that little voice saying, oh, you're going to get a grade off of this and this is going to determine your grade. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, getting and, – and it's – for me, again, this I feel like maybe when people listen to me, maybe um, it's like, oh, you need to do this and this. It's like, no, this is just my sloppiness that I'm trying to f- figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, and my whole point tying into uh, the professor and and being um, more self uh, evaluating is is uh, no, that's the whole point is being self evaluating and using questions to actually better yourself, Mm -hmm. and then that in turn then changes your circle like that. That's at least that's how I feel, as far as like that. I think that's what's happening, and maybe by now. And funny thing, uh, side note is like. Last year, I tried to force myself to get up by 4:30 a.m. every day, right? And and through that force, like it was it was very inconsistent. And and what I've learned is every time I make a plan, my plan gets broken. And if it's a very important plan, it even gets broken worse. Like yeah. it gets worse for me mentally because I have it like down to a T. And then like it could have been it's probably the smallest thing and it that just explodes in my brain and just like mm-hmm. sends me to hell right for a while <laughs> for, la- for lack of, a, of another meta- metaphor but now what i've noticed and this is without planning i just set my alarms and no i know what time i need to be awake by yeah but now i beat my alarms dang so my my first alarms at usually at five o'clock because depending on when i have work what time i have work i set it up an hour before because an hour lets me get up get ready and i'll be at work at least 15, I'm 20 minutes before. Way. You know? Like tomorrow I have to be at work at 3.45. Mm-hmm. My alarm's going to go off at 2.45. Right. I'm going to yeah. hit the snooze button once, maybe twice. Right. And so I need at least that hour yeah. window. Well, now I'm waking up at 4.25, 4.15. So and you're so the kind of person now that will like set your alarm and if you wake up earlier, you'll just stay up? Yeah, I'll get up. Uh, and I'll, I'll make it a point to get up. And and it, 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 and to me, I, w- I do wonder if this is like a self-fulfilling want. Going back to childhood dreams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, oh, did I, I didn't talk about this. I think I talked about this with you guys, but it was off. I don't think it was on the mic because it was an old episode. Um, 
No, it wasn't. I, I only, I only, I know. Okay. No, this is a conversation from last week. But so what I want to, what I, okay, what I can bring up now is, uh, as far as childhood dreams because of this book, and it made me think. It, and I, like I said, I've been thinking for the past five, six days. When I was in elementary, whenever they called my name over the intercom, I always, always, always wished that they said, uh, "Excuse me, Andy's brother's here to pick him up for for an early release." I always wished that. Mm-hmm. So on Thursday, I pick up Luis, take him to the cardio to car, to the sorry to the pediatric doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And when I, as soon as I stepped out, I got there, and as soon as I stepped out the car, I was like, "Wait." Is this like a self fulfilling prophecy? Like that you're it, the, you're the brother now, right? That I'm I'm the older sibling mm-hmm. brother that gets to pick up their younger brother yeah. for all intents and purposes now from school. So what that made me think about was that are my dreams actually that simple? Yeah, and that was my answer too. But it, it fascinated me because. It clicked as soon as I stepped off that car, and and I picked it up from school before, you yeah. know, middle school, and now in high school. For some reason, that time getting off, like. And I got off. I was like, "Wait, are these my real dreams?" So going to the back to the beginning of this episode is like, all the stuff I, that I'm personally doing now as a musician. Yeah. Is this all? Has have these past three years been extra credit? And I don't know. But it's what's been in my mind as far as childhood dreams. When, when you say self- extra credit, like you, you've already accomplished it and now it's just – is that what you mean? or like- Yes, because at that time three and a half years ago or so, four years ago, I said in that moment, man, I am successful. I'm a successful mu- – like as long as I use my money right, as long as you use your money right, then you can be a successful musician. Yeah. And at the time I was driving you know, 400 miles a week, getting paid for the weekend, going back, still working, still going to school. Mm-hmm. But even with all that – like change, like with all that movement happening, I in that conversation I was like, wait, I realized at the age of twenty three that hey, I am successful. Like this, mm-hmm. this can be successful. I, I was, I was already over the whole alcohol on stage, like uh, hill. That's yeah. what I call it because you know we, we, me and you drink a lot of alcohol on stage when we first, when I first started out and we played a lot of bunch, you yeah. know, for the first six months. Together. I, I don't think I don't think I drank on stage until I started playing with y'all. <laughs> And see, and see, it's funny. Win in Rome, <laughs> right? And see, funny enough is that, that, and I actually bring that up with no intention. Of like, oh, I, 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 oh, I used to drink a lot. It's like, no, that's, that's not the point. My point is that I could have stayed on that route and just become an alcoholic musician. It's just moving with life, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and now we're here three, four years later, and it's like, like I. It needs to be a special occasion <laughs> for us to have more than a beer on stage. More than more than one drink. And for me, I, I, I still been staying off beer. So for me, it's a drink. For Gonzo, it's a Lone Star. You know, for me, it's a whiskey water. In case you're, in case you're wondering, uh, <laughs> just in case you want to, you know, treat. Yeah, us. in case you want to throw us a bone on stage, but uh, you know, not, but not too many. <laughs> yeah, please, no. Well, yeah, no. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but but still tying in childhood dreams, tying in everything we've talked about up to now, is like, it revolves around self evaluation, and then wanting to see what what. See where you, and one thing I've just said, and I I've said I'll say it over and over because it doesn't really it doesn't matter in the sense of me reiterating this, but understand like one thing that I'm realizing is like under once you understand your past and you actually are truthful with yourself about your past, whatever it is, no matter how dark, no matter how light, how much light mm-hmm. is like when you're able to accept that, try to fix it, and I, by fix is is by renewing your relationships now. With your mom, with your dad, with your uncle, with your cousins, 
brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter. But that, at least that's my and, and like I said, I, I and I, I'll, I'm getting to a point now in this conversation where it's like, you know, I, I don't know where this is going. But me evaluating my past has led me to like where we're at now and my way of thinking now to then when I talk to Gonzo and we're here and we're having this even this conversation today, mm-hmm. it's like, man, like life shifting. We're thankful for a lot of things. Gonzo feels like he'll never hit the ground because he has he has the right he has the right people around him. It just it makes me it makes me tying it saying again, it it's very interesting. This moment in time for me is very interesting. Yeah. Going to your uh, like if it's what would you say extra credit mm, yeah. with your dreams? Mm-hmm. Maybe your tolerance or whatever has adjusted. Maybe. You know. I haven't. Th- I mean, yeah, like I said, this is still like new for me because I the, the whole childhood dream concept. But, you know, my tolerance threshold has changed. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Change. I don't know where it's changed to. And that. That's. I mean, maybe we can run off of that for now. You know. It's can just. Be, it's just different. Yeah. It's just. It's just not the same. And. And because I even brought like, to you guys on Saturday, like the po- the possibility of like a career change. Like I don't know what the heck that means, but. You know, it could mean anything for yeah. now. Like, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily searching. I just know that I'm working out. I'm, I'm still playing music, still trying to create, and still doing this podcast. I, you know, as far as a podcast, you know, I want to continue it just because I'm curious to what we're gonna, what I'm yeah. gonna find, and then bring to us the conversation and see how our lives move. You know, in any which yeah. way. I think, I think that's part of growing, because remember what I said, my my. Um, how I recognize success or how I would feel successful mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. in that other episode yeah. mm-hmm. and how it changed. Yeah. I think, I think everything just life is just going through chapters of change. Right. So what I, what I, what I like to, we're, we're, al- we're almost done. We got about 10 minutes. I'm going to try to keep it, keep it to an hour. But one thing that made me, what I've thought about, cause I've had this now, I've now had this conversation briefly with my dad and more in depth with my mom. Um, is like helping them realize a lot of things. And I'm like, okay, because I realized this as a 25 year old, 26 year old. And I, I'm not worried about the outcome. I'm not worried about the end result of like, okay, when I, you know, when I'm my parents age, like where I'm, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. But it's like, man, if, if we can figure this out now and get over this hump that, that actually like affects our actions and our subconscious, mm-hmm. you know, what will that lead to? And it's, it's a very rhetorical question, but it, it, that makes me excited. People may see me as like a serious guy, but inside I'm like, okay, like what else am I, for one, what else am I going to learn about you? Yeah. And this is you, Gonzo, people I talk with any at the gym or anywhere else. Today, funny enough, I saw a, a, an old client that we had and her schedule changed, so she hasn't been, she had to cancel her membership. Mm-hmm. But she's like, hey, stranger, and it was cool just seeing her. And it's like, man, yeah. like, you know, like, like had I not worked at the gym, you know, I would have never known who she was, you know, and, and now she's like, hey, like, what's up or whatever. And that was that. Yeah. And again, like it just, it, it makes me wonder and, and it, tie in the whole life shifting again is like that you know it's like okay realizing some of these things that i'm really realizing some of these things then trying to bring them to you gonzo then ever listening to this on thursday you know for the people who tune in and are, and are up, to, up to date with our episodes it's like you know what you know it, that's my optimism my optimism mm-hmm. may, may, may not be like oh i'm laughing and giggling the whole time but it's like the matter of fact of like okay there, there's opportunity mm-hmm. to like move and get and move but in the sense of like like you you can make what you may think are life altering decisions you can make those decisions and you know t- and want maybe want to take risks i know that i know it kind of makes me want to take a little more risk 
and we'll see where it le- leads to. But I know I know that's how I feel about yeah. this whole situation. I think I think I've taken enough risks. <laughs> I, I you said lately. Lately. Okay, that's fair. I maybe and maybe I mean obviously there has to be a balance. I mean you you mean you're taking that's, risks the whole time. You're just. Gonna, I mean you you tell me you, all the time that it's about balance. You just kind of like you're going through waves like oh my god you get head side to side yeah. like you can only take so much at a time you know yeah. physical beating mental beating, where and that and funny enough is you know I talked yeah you know, so what were you say about balance that I, that I always bring it up. No, you you just oh. all, you just always say that like a thing. I think you say like things always work best with balance. Yeah, yeah, and balance it's funny. And compromise. Yeah, and you, like all that we stuff. have to. We we and I, I just feel very strong about that now because I as I'm maneuvering, maybe if 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 someone were to follow me around with a tape recorder and a video camera and just watch like my my attempt to work on my personal balance, mm-hmm. which then I I'm not being preachy. I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing, or I'm saying, hey, this actually works. Yeah. And it, and it's funny. I mean, even with that, like this is just stuff that I've learned. I had a conversation last week over dinner, um, and I talked about like you know a lot of people read books to escape their their reality, mm-hmm. and right, at least for now, and I'm and I'm sticking to my guns with this is that I'm reading to use the principles. I'm reading to use these things and and not say oh I wonder why. It's like oh no I actually I there's an example in this book and I and what did he do? What did this person do? What did she do? Yeah. You know, what were the actions taken and and maybe I'll attempt them or, or maybe I'll, I'll at least take them into consideration to where I can have the best possible outcome that, you know, it's good. You know, and also what I can finish up with is like your values. And I think maybe we can tell into values another day and like foundational principles and like mm-hmm. what we grew up on and what we were taught yeah. and 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 i feel like i'm not reestablishing, but i'm re- definitely redefining some of the stuff that i've been raised to and okay let, can we tweak it yeah it's good you're growing yeah you're, that, that's you're, the whole point and our, our our parents were obviously a totally different time mm-hmm. and now like we're in a like if you're if if our parents would were to be us at this time and this age, like uh, if they were to be our age, like them mm-hmm. right now, yeah, I wonder what they think. Right, like what, what, what? right? You, you and just message somebody on on something and what? <laughs> <laughs> Do it. No, what? <laughs> People won't get that. You have to no. see, you have to go hang out with us on the, on the truck or something. No, but. but uh, like, like wh- what? Like, you're gonna m- this this girl messages you and uh, her parent her parents know about this, right? Her like, parents approve of this. No, like, her parents probably don't even know. <laughs> Funny enough, now now keeping on this on, on this dichotomy tract of balance is like there are traditions, there are there are principles from our pasts yeah. that stay true, yeah, and yet we know that our parents lived in a totally different time than yeah. we did. So balancing that, and I think maybe that's where people uh, might get flustered in their brains. Mm-hmm. Maybe, just maybe, they get a little flustered. Like, well, my mom, I don't live in your time, but yet there's you. You, you want to be humble. Mm-hmm. You want to be reliable. Yeah. You know, you you want people to you want to count. You want to trust people, and you want people to trust you. Yeah. And you know, it, th- th- there's there's a there's a balance there. Mm-hmm. This makes me excited. <laughs> I've said I'm, I I'm kind of actually, getting, I'm kind of getting excited I actually, now. I actually haven't said that in the podcast in a while, and, and it's, it's no, it's not on purpose. It's just, it's just that what it what my f- final point will be that it allows me to accept 
my actions for now. Like what I'm doing right now, as far as reading and reading and mm-hmm. exercising, and exercising, reading, reading and exercising, you know, balancing my brain with my physical being, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, there, there, and to me, there must be something like if there, if there is a possibility that there's nothing here, then there must be something. There's a possibility that there is something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of just running with that for now. Until the next big thing happens, which I don't. I mean, like I said, I'm not looking for it. It's just I'm right now. I, I need to read. I need to work out. I need to communicate as best I can. Yeah. Uh, develop relationships, whether they've been ex- in existence for forever since I've been born, or you know, well, Gonzo, like, Gonzo, I've known you for what five, six years. So I mean, that's still fairly new. Yeah. I mean, compared to le- Com- compare, that's that's a fifth of my life. Right. Right. Where. Like okay, for me, it's with Brian. I've known him for over ten years. Yeah, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, that's just the way it is. And Eddie, longer than that. Yeah, you know, and uh, so we'll call it there because I feel like we can. There's a there's a point that I brought up a while. Like this was like forever ago. I don't even know what episode, but uh, talk about tapping the well. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it, I don't know if it was Emerson or if it was uh no or I think it was Hemingway. He talks about when he would write back in the day. He he would say, "Don't tap the well." Cause then you, cause basically the, it's a metaphor. So you have water, you have, you have a water resource. Mm-hmm. And if, well, if you're, if you just drink it all, you tap the well and there's nothing left. Well then what do you have for the next time? That's true. And so this is, I, and it's funny cause I haven't had one of these moments in, in a minute. Actually, I think the episode is called don't tap the well. I think that's what the episode is <laughs> called. Yeah. I have to look it up, but I mean, either way people can look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's don't tap the well. Actually, I'll just look it up myself. Hold on. I'll let you know what episode it is. Shit, I need to see this. Funny, funny uh, side conversation, dude. Whenever I plug into that charger, my uh, my phone doesn't work right. Oh, and it's only with that charger though. Well, flip flip it around. Okay, I have to test it out. <clears throat> I know. <clears throat> there's times where like I'll plug in my phone, mm-hmm. and I can't uh, like, I can't like use my finger on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like it's all goes all crazy. Mm-hmm. It kind of it, it it yeah. It has something to do with like the polarity of the charger. La madre. Okay. I know. <laughs> like what? The drummer said something smart. <laughs> no, but like, um, you, you honestly, you need to either flip the box mm. or like plug your phone in. And if it's not working, just simply pull it out and rotate it and put it back in. Mm. It, uh, more than likely, it'll, it'll fix it. Fix it. That, that okay. happens to me a lot. That makes sense. All right. So the episode is actually, episode, funny enough, episode 26, which is the halfway mark of the year. Mm-hmm. It's titled Don't Tap the Well. And that's when I have Bre- uh, Eddie's brother on. Justin, wow, that was that was right around right before he left for College Station. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, t- don't tap the well, and that's where I feel right now. So, we're, I do want to stop there. As far as conversation, I thank Gonzo uh, for being here today. I, it's funny because I was like, man, like, what, what am I gonna do? What, what you know? Uh, as far as conversation, I, I didn't, I knew what I wanted to talk about for sure. We all around Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's Thanksgiving. So, uh, interesting enough is that like these past like month, there's been something. Whether positive or negative, that's happened. That's make it made it significant to make conversation about you know the southern. Yeah. Well, and not to get too gloomy at the end, but southern and springs, Vegas, and then and now Thanksgiving. It's like you know there's there's a little bit. Of, hopefully, you know, bring a little I, bit of light this week. I think that goes with the whole silver linings type saying, and it 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 just gives like a like a. I feel like I've used, I've said this word a lot, but I, I feel like it's like a point of reference. Mm. Like you know how dark something is, because that's the darkest point of right. like let's say the week, mm-hmm. and then you like naturally you kind of look for the positive. Yeah, in it. Kind of thing for it. 
and that that's kind of that's kind of the way I've been looking at things lately. Is like, yeah, something something isn't going as I planned, but I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna keep moving forward and keep Cameron Haynes hammering, <laughs> keep hammer, keep hammering, keep moving with life. Yeah, it's just the whole thing. Just gotta keep moving forward, I guess. Moving with life. Yeah, that's how it happens. Very cool. Very cool. So we're done for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gonzo, you just get your Instagram. Uh, it's Gonzo on drums. Cool. Just the way it sounds. Yeah, Gonzo on drums, just the way it is. And if if anything, go to Moving with Life at Moving with Life underscore, and you can find him. I'm I'm following him, so it's there. You can find his name. Uh, moving with Life dot co. Again, you know, being uh, Moving with Life with the company of others. You know, keeping that in mind. Mm-hmm. M- moving with Life dot co is uh, the website which you can find blogs and all the episodes and everything that's relevant to. This concept that, again, I still don't know where it's going, but it's going, and that's okay. So I'm going to close out with this quote, actually, from the book titled The Last Lecture by Randy Pausch. The brick walls are there to stop the people who don't want it badly enough. They're there to stop the other people.